Hi, welcome back. My name is Cole. And I'm Andrew. And this is Control IC. Control AC is the podcast where we talk about ultra tech devices. Ultra tech devices. What is the definition the of ultra tech? Devices Andrew? for the most pro ultra consumers. So the most ultra tech pros. Using their devices to their maximum capacity for being used. Okay. <laughs> English. We haven't done one of these in a while. I was sick one week. Cole was sick the next week. We're back though. Yes, he's back. So we are going to summarize like three weeks of news yeah. in one episode. So uh, we got S23 series, some new laptops, and we learned how to build an iPhone chip from scratch. We did do that. Technically. In six easy to follow steps. It's like those like life hack, the bright side <laughs> life hack <laughs> videos. Yeah. So we'll teach you how to build one of those. Yes, we will. Okay, so S23 series came out following the fairly successful S22 series, I guess. Fairly successful. It's uh it's the same phone. So if you just Google S23 really quickly, click images and there's really not a difference. The Ultra uh specifically is pretty much the same phone. Uh the S23 and S23 Plus, I guess, are a little different. A little bit. But it's if you have an S23 series or S22 series, I would not upgrade. Mm -hmm. So S23 series, there's an S23, S23 Plus, and S23 Ultra for you pro phone users. Pro ultra phone tech users. They come in black, green, lavender, and cream. So fun colors, I guess, to an extent. Um, S23 is a 6.1-inch display, which is the smallest. S23 Plus is 6.6. .6. They have Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. Which is good. We like that. That's a good chip yes. that just came out. It's not um, not as fast as A16. Sadly, but that's just because Once Apple. again. Uh, there's a higher max clock speed just for Samsung phones. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder if they just come with a factory overclock like some graphics cards do. It's some kind of partnership right. with Qualcomm, though. Like they said that Samsung phones have like better cooling, so they can that makes overclock sense, their chips or something. Because it must just have a better heatsink in it or something. They use the whole phone or something. I guess they got new cameras. They have new sensors. Uh, the image processing and AI remastering apparently gets a lot better. We like that. Also, reviewers said it looks super HDR-y, which is not every great, Samsung but phone. I mean, yeah, HDR is HDR. They also said there's a lot of shutter lag, hmm. which may be, I mean, it has, it has a 50 megapixel main sensor. Yeah. It has a 12 megapixel ultra wide and a 3X telephoto. So it's got some pretty decent specs. Yeah. And then there's a new selfie camera, which supposedly looks worse per supposedly reviews. Supposedly looks worse. S23 is $799. S23 plus is $999. So these are the carrier phones right yeah these are the phones that will get shown to you if you walk into an at&t store or a best buy and are like i want a samsung phone <laughs> right because like no one calls it an android phone they're just like yeah it's apple 
or Samsung. Essentially. So the S series has always been the default Android experience. Yeah. It's not a bad phone. It's a good phone. I would not take it over a Pixel. Mm-mm. I would not either, actually. I like Pixels. I've always been a fanboy of Pixels. Yes. Um, OnePlus 11 also came out. I don't have anything in our script about that, but it's the same story. Good phone. Wouldn't choose it over this or a Pixel. If you like One UI, which is actually faster in this update, like the animations are way smoother, so that's good. Um, if you like that, then these phones are for you. For you pro people out there who just are not satisfied with S23 and S23 Plus, we have the Ultra. So this has bigger camera bumps. It has flat sides now, 5,000 milliamp hour battery, 6.8 inch, 120 hertz LTPO display, with a peak brightness of 1,700 nits. So not a phone to just laugh at. No. It's a pretty respectable phone. It's a decent display. But it's it's the same phone as last year, mostly. Yeah. It gets the new chip. It has a 200 megapixel sensor. Huh. So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that should give you, like, crazy detail. Yeah. But also, I when I reviewed the S20 Ultra three years ago now. Wow. wow. Um, that had a 108 megapixel sensor and I saw a bunch of like autofocus problems with that. Just what, it was really finicky. or what? So like when you focused on a, like a flat object, it would just blur half. Ah, that's so a it problem. Was weird. Yeah. The edge detection was really bad. Hmm. So their AI processing is just getting better or what? I guess. And then, but you have like 92 more megapixels now, <laughs> which really doesn't make a difference at that point. There's so much binning going on. 200 down to a 12 megapixel file. And then you have 3X and 10X telephotos with an ultra wide. And I think it's still a 50X zoom. Yeah. So, so solid. Again, yes. over a Pixel 7 Pro? No. No. Just, yeah, just no. Actually. Because this has the S Pen. But, like, oh. no one really uses the S Pen. So, I don't know. They're solid phones. They're just, they're kind of. If you're in the Samsung ecosystem and you're a couple generations behind, this would be a good upgrade. Yeah. But if you have the S22 or the S22 Ultra, there's there's no need. No. It's like going from the 12 to the 13. Which is weird to say for a Samsung phone. Cause yeah. Always... They usually re reiterate really well. Yes. They always have a new design. Almost every single year. It's a redesigned phone. Except this is the now. first year I can remember where it's the same design. Yeah, actually. Because that's always been a complaint people have had with the iPhone. They're like, Samsung phones look different every year. They're innovating. iPhones always look the same. Mm -hmm. This looks the same as last year. Yeah. So I think, I mean. Samsung, had, what are you doing? <laughs> I, get, I think they've just hit peak phone. They're at 200 megapixels for your camera. Uh, do they just go to 300 like there's not that much further you can go so i think their yeah. their days of like being the peak innovators over. are kind of over they had a good run yeah it's it's usually always fun to watch them because they usually have tech like two years before the pixel three years before the iphone mm -hmm. but now it's kind of just slowing down Kind of sad, actually. It's not a bad product. It's just not as good as it crazy, be. innovative as it used to be. Yeah. 
We at that unpacked event, we also saw the Galaxy Book 3 Ultra, mm. which is Samsung's attempt at making a computer on par with the 16-inch MacBook Pro, which is a big which is basically M2 or M- M1? M2. Okay. So they're basically competing with the laptop you have now. Sort of. Yeah, Just pretty much. Bigger version. So you can compare these specs to what you have. So, Samsung laptops have always been really thin laptops with great OLED displays. Right? Yeah. Like all the Galaxy books, thin laptops. Some of them even run Chrome OS. Samsung made the $1,000 Chromebook. Yeah, they did. I forgot about that, actually. So, I don't know. They're kind of changing up their strategy. They have a really difficult market to break into. Yeah, Yeah, they're not going to have an easy time doing what they want to do at the moment. Yeah, especially like having to beat Dell with the XPS 13. For them to, I don't know. Have a competitor that's not. This one competes with the new MacBook Pros. Runs Windows 11. You have a choice between a 13th gen i7 or i9. And that's that's a, a pretty big jump. You cause... just get to pick your peak temperature that you'd like. 200 degrees or 220. <laughs> uh, with your blazing hot CPU, you get a choice between... <laughs> RTX 4050 or 4070 Mobile. So solid GPU. Pretty pretty good GPU. We don't actually know the performance of a 4050, I don't think. Let's find out real quick. Google search time. It's over 30% faster than the RTX 3050. So probably something like a 3060 Ti maybe performance-wise. So if you have something comparable to that, I guess. Okay. So you could be expecting like... High hundreds at 1440p in most games. Okay, so solid. So solid. With a 13th Gen i7 or i9. Which, that's a very, very powerful chip. Yes. So you're chilling. You have Wi-Fi 6E and Bluetooth 5.1, 512 gigs of storage base, 1080p camera, 76 watt hour battery, which is concerning. So the 16-inch... 76-watt-hour battery. That's a big deal. Yeah, the 16-inch MacBook Pro has a 100-watt-hour battery. And this has a much more power-intensive CPU and GPU with a smaller battery. Yeah, easy. So we can charge... We can probably go three days with, like, regular use on our MacBooks. Yeah. You could probably get a day. This sounds like four- or five-hour battery life. Like, for what I do, I do Chrome, a little game on the side... And then like messages, I have I use Chrome intensively, some Photoshop, Premiere, and then some other lighter apps. I can get three days probably. Yeah, it's I, great. If I'm heavy or not heavy, if I'm like relatively relaxed on what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, I've had it all day and it's at sixty eight percent, but I've been I haven't been on it a lot. Yeah, I've let's see. So I've I started my day with a hundred. I've used my computer for an hour and fourteen minutes. And it's at 89. Hmm. So, I don't know. This is kind of concerning. Yeah. It has a 100-watt USB-C charger. Uh, in terms of I.O., two Thunderbolt 4 ports, HDMI, USB-A, and micro micro SD. So, I.O. is much better <clears throat> than MacBook. Uh, yeah. Except, do you say HDMI? Mm-hmm. Okay. SD? Yes. Yeah. So. Actually, it's just micro SD, though. Yeah, but like... <laughs> 
that's kind of a big deal because no it? cameras use micro they all use full-size sd gopro i mean <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know 16 inch display 2880 by 1800 not wait fantastic. 2880 by 1800 that's a little over it's 14 not fantastic it's not, it's not fantastic but it's 120 hertz and 16 by 10 ammo amo led yeah so it's not a bad display no it's not 16 inch macbook pro display is better yeah but not it's not bad the Verge had a review on it. Monica Chin said that the trackpad is actually bad. Huh. Like Sam, that's interesting. Samsung's always been relatively good at trackpads on their machines. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She said it would it would like register a click when she's not clicking and it would be all finicky and Huh. I wonder if that's just the driver issue or is it does it feel bad too? I don't know. It may be like software fixable. <clears throat> and then Samsung has a bunch of um ecosystem stuff. So this is all very original. Samsung, as we said earlier, is an innovator. They break ground with new innovative technology. They have a feature where you can use a Samsung tablet as a display. Mm, we've seen that before, haven't we? Um, sidecar? <laughs> oh, so Apple's sidecar. Okay, well, they have a feature called Quick Share. It's where you can take a file and drag it into a thing and it will share it via Bluetooth with your other Samsung devices. Oh, isn't that airdrop? Uh, okay. They have a feature called auto framing. Auto framing is where in uh, Zoom or Google Meet, you can walk around the room and it will track you and keep you in the center of the stage. Oh, like how, like how Apple has center stage. Uh, <laughs> they have a feature called background blur. So in native, in non-native apps, it'll like blur your background and it's like system wide. Apple. <laughs> oh yeah. Mac OS Monterey. Okay. They have an eye contact feature it, it, where they, it'll just like use AI to fix your eyes. So you're always looking at the camera. NVIDIA AI. Hello. Like we said. <laughs> so Samsung innovation. is an innovator peak if innovation. you haven't learned. Yeah, they, their whole ecosystem is just stolen features. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they are innovating, are they not? Uh, 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 they're, just re they're just reiterating it's other just people's. It's going to be a worse version of things that already exist. <sighs> I don't know. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I have a list of concerns with this laptop. Battery life is a huge one. Battery life would be like atrocious, and then, especially and then, as AI. Um, yeah, and then heat. Um, Samsung has, I mean, Samsung's been good at a lot of things. Samsung but, phones explode. Yeah, but their laptops have usually had good heat. Like, Fair, For how thin they are, they've been fine. Yeah. But also, it's a 40 series and 13th gen in a lap. I mean, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, so we're definitely going to have to see. Those fans will be running. Nah, really. <laughs> okay, so that's Galaxy Book 3 Ultra. It's it's all, it's all right. It's a thing. It, it exists. It does exist. A for, a for effort. Don't buy this over an XPS 13. No. Or XPS 15. Or now listen, 
this is just ultra. So th- this is only if you need like ultra performance. If you really need like the absolute best performance, the best performance, and you have any budget, we have a laptop for you. Razer Blade 16, RTX 4090, i9, 13950 HX, um, mini LED 16x10 screen, every port you can imagine, 2 terabytes of SSD, 32 gigs of DDR5, yeah. 330 watt charger. <laughs> Okay, so we'll we'll save the price for the end because we're just gonna talk about this computer. Uh, it, it, it's it's a nine nine thirteen nine fifty HX and a so for those of you who don't know, twenty four cores and thirty two threads at five and a half gigahertz with thirty six megs of L two cache. So this is competing directly with the sixteen inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. So how many cores does that have? The sixteen inch MacBook Pro. No, the. The 13900. 24 cores. 24 cores. Okay, so the top-end 16-inch MacBook Pro has a 12-core CPU. Okay, so we're already doubled. <clears throat> How many threads? Apple doesn't do threads, do they? No, but it has a 38-core GPU. Or, so 40, 40, 40, 90. We have like, like 90,000 cores. Created Tech did a video. <laughs> it was the 16-inch M2 Max MacBook Pro versus a 4080 in a laptop. Mm. And the M2 Max won. That's a 4080, though. Not a right. 90, but which is still, much better than the 4080. We will see. Here's the other thing. This competes directly with the 14-inch or the 16-inch MacBook Pro. This is an insanely power-hungry <laughs> computer. It has yeah. a 330-watt power brick. That's ridiculous. It is. And a 95 watt hour battery. So they know how to do batteries. Yeah. Um, so this, while even if it is slightly faster than M2 Max, which I don't know if it'll be, even if it is, it's using like five times the power. Yeah, but like realistically, if you're getting this, you're not worried about power. This is for like, this would be like your workstation at home. Yes. <clears throat> so the um the price yeah so how much is the 16 inch macbook pro andrew specked out well so let's let's match it to this so how how much is this computer no you go first okay so 16 inch so we do m2 max right Mm -hmm. and then so 32 gigs of ram right Mm -hmm. how much storage two terabytes Actually, this is expandable up to 64, so we'll go top of the line. 64 gigs of DDR5. 64? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's it? Two terabyte SSD. 64 gigs of... Well, but it comes standard with 32. We're going we're gonna to max it out. So 64 gigs of RAM and a four terabyte SSD. Four terabyte? Yeah, that's On the max. On the Mac or Pro? Yeah. Can you do that? You can, but like... We're, max- Mac, we're spec matching at the highest level we can possible. Oh, well, in that case, the MacBook Pro is sixty five hundred bucks. But spec just like spec to the Razer Blade sixteen, same configuration. MacBook Pro is forty three, and this is forty three hundred. So they're the same. Price. So you could get the Max or this 
or four dishwashers. Take your pick, bud. Yeah, you could. You can buy four dishwashers for this price. These are just two completely different audiences. 16-inch MacBook yeah. Pro and Razer Blade 16. They're both phenomenal computers. They are phenomenal computers, all right. But you're also paying for that phenomenal computer. I mean, yeah, it's like sev- it's multiple paychecks for most people. 100%. That's, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But you get a 330-watt power brick. But you get a 330-watt power brick. I'm going to use that to charge my AirPods. They probably explode. So, yeah, if you – my goodness, who needs this computer? Me. I need it. Okay, well, we could both – we could both use this but like realistically i was really thinking about building another computer or hear me out i get a job i'm getting a bunch of graphics cards that i can make like 3500 bucks off of Mm -hmm. hear me out i work one summer and buy a razor and i could get this and or i could just sell my macbook and get this and then i don't need a pc but I want a PC, so Here's we're going to keep this laptop, Here's actually. what you do. You go in your attic. Mm-hmm. You sell your heater. <laughs> you put one of these, like, by your the heating tube that goes to your house, and then you just put a fan behind it. And then you launch, like, Cinebench, Premiere Export, all that. Boom. Home heated. That's mission accomplished. But it's also the same price as a heat. Wait, is it this? Let's see if it's the same price as a house heater. How much is a house heating unit? House heating unit is $4,000. Oh my gosh. It's the same price. Just get this. Okay. Control AC is the podcast where we give you questionable <laughs> financial advice. Yeah, maybe don't. Follow our financial advice, believe it or not. Do we have to do a disclosure? Probably. Control AC does not provide financial advice. Nah. <laughs> they can get over it. Yeah, so um, I, I, I don't think there's anyone I can, like, in good faith recommend <laughs> this computer. Just because if you have this much money, go for it. Just just go for it. It's yeah, like, like if, you, if you need a computer like this, do it. But, like probably don't if you're listening to this and not making a movie or a game right now on your computer probably don't need this that's a valid point all right we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna talk about a gaming muzzle yeah that's a weird that's a weird thing we'll be right back we'll be right back hey for our break you want to just go outside i don't know it's a little chilly outside see i need a fire pit That'd be pretty sick. You know sick. how awesome that would... I just don't know where to go. I know someone. Who? You can go to the Complete Backyard. What's that? The Complete Backyard is an outdoor living space built and design company. So they could build my fire pit? They could build you anything you want. Fire pit, pools, spas, cabanas, anything you can imagine. Really? Your whole outdoor living space they could build for you. Will they help me like plan the whole thing? The whole thing. They'll, they'll work with you every step of the way to design and build your backyard living space. Okay, sweet. How do I contact them? You can go to the back, completebackyard.com for a consultation. Cool. Thank you. No problem, buddy. Okay. So we've all, there's this weird minority of gamers who are into weird things. 
wearing a muzzle is a weird thing, right? Uh, yeah. So see, there there are problems <clears throat> in in the world, and there are solutions. There are like commonly accepted good solutions, and then there are other solutions that do the job. But, but do like, they? But so you're you're gaming no. you're gaming at night, mm -hmm. and you your parents are right below you, and you, you don't, don't want to be too loud. You don't want to wake anyone up with your callouts, right? The commonly accepted solution to this is just don't be loud when you're playing games. But that's an, it's inevitable that you're going to get caught. Right. And then you have to like conscious you you have to think about it when you're playing and it it's no fun. Yeah, so, it requires actual brain power. So, so, you can wear something under your mouth that com that's completely soundproof to the outside that you, you can just muzzle yourself into. No, this is a legit muzzle. Like it wraps around your face. Over your mouth and essentially like touching your nose. That's weird. I would it's never called the mute talk. Like mute and talk together. Yeah. By Shift All Incorporated. It's, it's not a joke. Like it's actually Like this is a product a that real they thing. They it... make ultra lightweight VR headsets, apparently. Um they make it looks like they make a lot of VR things. This says it can also be used by businessmen in an office. If I am about to make a deal with a fellow businessman and I get word that he walks around his office with a muzzle, the, the deal is not happening. No, I'm sorry. You don't need to muzzle yourself during our business calls. The deal is over. They lose credibility. Likewise, if a streamer I'm watching puts on a muzzle and continues to play their game credibility gone yeah. yeah this this just it looks so dumb this says it'll come out this year so i honestly think we should pick one of these up and try it i don't think you're right i think you should just be quiet now with the muzzle <laughs> this is this is terrifying looking on their product page Imagine... it looks like they're like in a saw movie like being yes. tortured Imagine you walk downstairs as a parent. You see the RGB under, like you see the RGB glow under your child's door, so you know they're gaming. You open the door and they meet you face to face with a muzzle on. I would die. It that's looks like terrifying. a it looks like a mini Quest Two, but for your mouth. Yes, that's terrifying. Yeah. So, um. I, if I ever have a kid and I see him wearing anything like this, I'm disowning him and sending him to, like, Juvie for the rest of his life. Can I have a muzzle for Christmas? No, son, but you can leave my house and never come back. If I ever know anybody that's going to wear this, I will not be talking to them anymore. Would you actually get off the game if you know that the person you're playing with just put the muzzle on? Oh, I would leave the party immediately and block them until they text me and tell me that they took it off. Like this is no, uh, -uh. no. -uh. What this if, is not a thing. What if? What if the muzzle had addressable RGB? Also, no. But that's a tempting. That's a tempting thought. This thing is literally headgear. Like but it goes around your your like your neck, your whole head. But if it had RGB, uh, no. They make a what's it called? Mutalk. Mutalk. They or make shift a all. Mutalk Ultra with RGB. If I were to ever wear this, forty ninety. If I were to ever wear this, 
I'd, I would have to be you, desperate. I, I would know you've hit rock bottom in life. Like struggling money, struggling with money, like bad. No, that's not rock bottom anymore. Rock bottom is wearing this. You just, you need to reevaluate your life. If you are spending your money on a gaming muzzle. But if it has RGB, I'd honestly give them a pass because that'd be. Hold awesome. on. I'm reading accessories right now. You get. They have you, more. They have Mutalk main unit, mouth pad, moisture absorbing cushion. Wouldn't it get like soggy when you're taught? Battery life of eight hours or more. It's USB-C, so they're already one up from the iPhone. <laughs> but it's Bluetooth 5.1. That's good. That's an that's older that's older standard. standard. They're on Bluetooth 6. Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 6, okay. Does it have Wi-Fi? Probably. <laughs> How much is this? It is in their development page, so uh -huh. it doesn't say the cost. But I'm going to assume this is going to be $238. They know they wouldn't get headlines if this is like 200 bucks. I bet it's 200 bucks. I'm going to guess $239.99. I'll say $199.99. Okay. We're shaking hands from across the room. Yes. Whoever wins has to pay for coffee next time. Yes. How cool is that? Whoever's closer. Yes. 200, 250. Yep. Is it closer without going over or just closer? With that, no. Um, we'll go within $10 range, top or bottom. Okay. So you can go from 180 to 210. I can go from 220 to 240. Okay. Deal. Speaking of new stuff. I like new things. Co-founders of Instagram have a new app. It's called Artifact. It's basically TikTok for news stories. So it's Twitter and TikTok now. Yes. So this is basically a news app. <clears throat> it's, this is Twitter. Yeah. Well, it's combining like news stories from a bunch of different sources. Right? It's so Twitter. there's a for you page. So it takes all of your news stories and puts them in this app and then serves it to you with an algorithm. So it's Twitter. Well, yeah, but like, there's no user-generated content. It's just stories from the internet. So it's Twitter, but for news people. Yes. You yeah, next topic. You can sign up now with a phone number. I've signed up. I haven't heard anything. So it seems cool. Obviously, there's a concern. If this is your only news source and it's based on an algorithm, they can easily decide what news you see and what news you don't. So it's a um, slight issue. If you're, right. yeah, there the chance for bias is definitely there. Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and move on from that one. But yeah, we'll we'll see. It's always good when you take something like news and then throw algorithms at it. We need algorithms everywhere, Cole. No, we don't. We need them in our in the muzzle <laughs> to determine who gets to talk and who doesn't get to talk <laughs> based on what's happening in the game. <laughs> Wait. What if it had like a, a radio in it and then you could talk with like people in your area through the muzzle, like fellow gamers, fellow muzzle gamers. Okay, guys. So like we said earlier, um, ultra tech devices, right? If you consider 20 years ago, a 13 chip would be ultra tech from 20. If it was, if it was then yeah. like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now let's build our own real quick. Six easy steps. So The Verge has a podcast called Decoder, hosted by Neil Patel. Uh, it's really great. 
he basically interviews like big tech names. Uh, so he talked to Chris Miller and he explained how to make an iPhone chip. So let's see. Here's how the process works. A ball of tin falls at a rate of several hundred miles an hour through a vacuum. It measures around 30 millionths of a meter in diameter. It's pulverized by two shots from one of the most powerful lasers ever deployed in a commercial device. It explodes into a plasma measuring several uh, uh, times hotter than the surface of the sun, several hundred thousand degrees Fahrenheit. This plasma emits UV light at exactly the right wavelength, 13.5 nanometers, which is then collected via a series of about a dozen mirrors, which themselves are the flattest mirrors humans have ever produced. The mirrors reflect the light at just the right angle so that it hits uh, the silicon wafer and carves the circuits on the chips that make your iPhone possible. And that's how you get to an A13 chip. That's right. So an easy process, right, guys? You just need the sun, some silicon, the most powerful laser ever created. The, the flattest, flattest mirrors, mirrors ever. ever created. Yeah, like this is easy. And you're good. We should just make A13s here. I don't see why not. Like we, we're we're doing this podcast right we, now. We, we can we help out. Be, we can like, help out all those drop shippers on Amazon by selling these on AliExpress. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Like I did not know it was that simple. Techno. <laughs> i know like i really thought it was a complicated thing yeah. all we need is like to harness the sun no three times the sun remember and then three t- <laughs> okay well uh, you know see, i don't even know why i'm buying an iphone anymore i'll just make it at home yeah I- iphone at home <laughs> we have iphone at home mom can i get an iphone we have an iphone at home <laughs> the iphone <laughs> anyways so elon musk is yeah back. Look, we're gonna we're gonna do one Elon thing just because we have to. I assume we all have our favorite bot on Twitter. Maybe that's just me. Twitter, it's just you. Twitter's full of bot accounts. Some of them are annoying because they're like scam accounts. Some of them are actually good. There's uh, the weekend, like it's the weekend account that I follow every Friday. There's a video of Daniel Craig saying it's the weekend. That's and amazing. it reminds you every Friday that the weekend has arrived, which is a helpful reminder. And then there's Year Progress. This is a really well-known bot. It has like almost 700,000 followers. And what it does is throughout the whole year, it shows you the year progress. So like every three days, three or four days, it goes up 1%. So on January 1st, it'll tweet out the year is 1% done or like 0% done. January 4th, it'll be like 1% done. And it goes through the whole year. So usually 50%, 100% get like 100,000 retweets. So it's a fun account. And under Twitter's new terms of services, those would be banned. Hold on a minute. I like this. So I'm building a little smart hub for my room. I'm building like a little screen into my wall, right? Mm-hmm. What API is this and how can I integrate that into my little smart home hub? Isn't thing? it cool? That is cool. I would love to be able to wake up and see how far the pro- the years progressed already. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I could probably code my own, but you know. With ChatGPT. <laughs> of course. No, with Bard. You oh. can do it with Bard. We'll um, talk about that in a second. So this is being killed by Elon? It, it was. It was. So basically he said um, that bot accounts would be banned. Your progress actually like tweeted words like the guy so, behind like, the it, guy behind tweeted, it. yeah and he was like super mad at 
I would be too if I made a bot that did that. He was like, this is a harmless account. It's doing good work. And then Elon said, responding to feedback, Twitter will enable a light, write-only API bot for providing good content. So this is probably going to mean like manually selected bot accounts. Yeah, so your progress should be fine. Yeah. Which is good. And hopefully the weekend one. (laughs) Yes. So I wonder if the API that they coded for this was made with bard bard <laughs> it's like lard with a b for chat gpt which okay, has no b so in it. chat gpt it's a world renowned name now yeah sadly. We, all, we all know what that is so the teachers google has a chance to make its own chat gpt rival and this is scary because we know that if an ai model exists google can make a better one yeah like uh tensor Question mark? Yes, Google <laughs> Assistant, Google like they're they're really good at AI. If ChatGPT exists, Google can do it better. Which is Bard. <laughs> it's the worst name I've ever heard. Why Bard? Let's it it has your... to be some sort of acronym for something. A poet. So the definition of Bard is a poet, especially one who writes impassioned, lyrical, or epic verse. So like Shakespeare. He's such a Bard. <laughs> So I guess this makes a little bit more sense with context behind it, like a very like were epic word creating bot. Yeah. Because bard. Bard. <laughs> so um, we're gonna touch more on AI next week, but Bing has been enhanced. Thank with, you. With um, ChatGPT. Maybe Bing in. will be a good. Browser. It should be now. It's past Google on the App Store for iPhone. Really? Yes. Because it now has ChatGPT built in. Ah. Um, and then Google has Bard and OpenAI has ChatGPT. So we now have like three big um, AI text chatbot models that exist. So Bard isn't public yet. We'll be testing that in a few weeks. We'll see if this is as good as ChatGPT. What, do we know what um, like language... Uh repository this is got like this is drawing from or is it google is it just pulling from google um i don't i don't i don't know it should be the same like i think it's the same like language model yes that would be like if it's just pulling from a 2021 model this isn't going to help it do anything yes it's just going to write more papers (laughs) i don't i don't know um, so this, I guess, will be integrated into Google Search eventually. That see, that would be cool. That'll be cool. I got there's a little job job menu that said "Search with Bard." Yeah. Um, I could see how that could be helpful. So but, that's neat. Yeah. And then in Notion, which is an app that you and I use for like planning our lives, mm-hmm. it now has an AI thing. And I don't know like, if you got that email, but I was added to like their AI test thing. So in Notion now, you can just press. The, you can you click the space bar. When you like after you made a new like you hit enter to go down a line and you hit the space bar and then it just starts your AI prompt and you just type like make a pie chart. It'll just do it. That's cool. So there's AI everywhere now. And that's also scary because AI is scary. Yeah. And we're putting that in physical beings, which is also scary. In our phones, in our cars, in our muzzles that we use every day. AI is everywhere. This this whole episode could very well be ai you don't know you you won't know like, like you will this, not know this could be ai 
Unless you take the transcript, copy and paste it into that stupid chat GDP reverse <laughs> lookup thing that teachers know about now. Yeah. You won't know. You will never know. This has been going on too. Cole, we need to get the muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that where we ended? <laughs> I think it is. Okay. So we'll be back next week. Next week, we actually have a very fun episode. So yes, we do. Cole and I have gotten passes to the North Texas Auto Show. That's on Thursday. So our plan is to interview some people about mm -hmm. all of the EVs we've been talking about the past few months. And then we're going to try and sit in those EVs and do like a live podcast in the cars and give you all like our first impressions of the car, mm -hmm. which should be really fun. We'll have some little things on our Instagram. So if you want to go follow us, you can follow us at, at controlac. You can also follow us both on the platform with the best API bots twitter i am at cold ww web i am at utterly drew and we'll see you guys next week bye y'all